It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. There we go, one all against Brighton. Uh, about as hard fought as it gets there uh, for Everton. Because they were against the side that kept the ball for fun. Uh, listen, they scored a bit of a jammy goal. We scored a bit of a jammy goal. Uh, but it was a really entertaining game, the fourth. Um, and yeah, 11 lads in blue absolutely ran the ball off. The entire game, uh, we were absolutely fantastic, so can't really complain. Uh, maybe could have done more on the ball at times. Um, I'm sure they'll be talking about the manager not making any subs until the 90th minute. Um, yeah, maybe, yeah, it's frustrating now, I'm sure we'll get into it more later, but 
And I think that's a good point, all in all. They're just taking this goal too late, and they've been left alone so long, but they're a good side. And it feels like another step forward for Everton as opposed to one back, as frustrating as it might be not to, to get the win. So, yeah, they're pleased. They're pleased with the way they battled there. But um, McNeil was excellent. Um, Don was brilliant again as a focal point. Tarkovsky had some great blocks. Mikalenko obviously got his goal, but defended really well. Like, um, it, was, it was tough for everyone today. They had a good team. And they, uh, they controlled the game for pretty much the entire match. So it was tough, but they stuck at it. And another, another day they could have won, another day they could have lost. So draw probably feels about right. So uh, we'll leave it there for now. We'll be back in the boozer very soon. Back in the Denby Castle, uh, lots of opinions being thrown around about that game. Should be an interesting chat. Joined by Les, Matt, and Dave. Les, I'll, I'll come to you first, mate. Um, how are you feeling in general after that? Not too deflated, but a little bit deflated. I think at the start, before the kickoff, if you'd have said one all against Brighton, especially with O'Nana not being in the side, I think it knocked us a little bit for six um, I would have taken it but the way it panned out I think we'd probably when they scored I felt we'd weathered probably most of what they had they were running out of ideas um, so yeah frustrating really not not too deflated you know it it keeps us on a, on a pretty decent decent run of form um, but yeah it, it could have been better I think there's questions to be asked of the manager and the substitutions again no, not for the first time this season um, but I'm, I'm sure we'll pick up on that a bit later on yeah, it's, it's interesting the way it, it panned out, really, because um, if, if anybody's listened to the weekly that me and, Matt, uh, me and Pete did yesterday, we had a really good in-depth talk of uh, how many times we get possession in games and how it works out with, with the way our possession is. And in 13 we played before today, there's only two or three where we've had more possession than the opposition. And we were saying that it, it starts to look like it was making Everton look comfortable. And the, the real stickler of all that was watch, watching it happen at home, away from home. It's it's absolutely fine. Because let's face it, when we go there, like the West Ham game, you're thinking that's what we need to do to get anything from the game. We're going to have to look at the opposition having 60 to 70%. And that's just the way we are as a, as a club these days. But I, we were talking about can you do that at Goodison and whether fans would take it and be happy with it. I don't think we would. I think, and, and you, you guys will have more experience than me because I didn't go today. But when you're in there and Everton don't have a lot of possession, there's moans and groans, and, and, and you could tell that the ground wouldn't be happy with that. Everton needs to be on the front foot when we play at home. That didn't happen today. Having said that, against Brighton, who've struggled lately in their last few games, um, they had the majority of possession. I, I think it, uh, they had over 80% it possession. Been over 80, yeah. It was, yeah. And. Um, I, I was content with that, especially when we went 1-0 up, because I think compact-wise, I think Dice is getting that spot on in what he's doing defensively and the midfield. As soon as what Les said there about Onana's completely missing in that game, um, I didn't think Garner was great either. I think he struggled to get in and around. James Garner or just uh, Sorry, not the other one. Um, Adrissa Gay? Sorry, yeah, Adrissa, yeah. I thought he played really well tonight. Did, yeah. It's a complete opposite view of it. I just thought that midfield just bypassed them all the time. Um, but anyway, defensively, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go back to what I was saying. <laughs> um, no, I just thought it bypassed me, but defensively, thought everything that came in from them, they were lost for ideas. And then, you know, the the thing we haven't spoken about yet, how far are we in here, Matt? The uh, what? Six minutes. Near seven minutes now. Three, three, that's me in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, yeah, what we haven't got to yet, I thought we'd have got to first, but I'll, uh, I'll let Matt do the honours now about uh, what went on at the right-back position and what went on with a top-class player that Brighton have got on the left-hand side. Um, well, I think Matt was probably, was probably going to start somewhere else. He's, he's, he's very grumpy about other things. I'll come on to that later because I'm sat here just seething. I am absolutely furious. It wasn't pretty today, but we had a game plan. And yet they had like 99% possession. Most of that, though, was just passing it along the back. I mean, they, they didn't really have that many proper, proper chances. It wasn't like it was, you know, bodies on the line, last-ditch defending. We just really just held them back and just limited them. And they got more and more frustrated, especially that bloody prick Milner. He should have been booked at least 10 times, yeah. probably. He was just throwing it all over the place. And it was an effective game plan, and it was working. And except for one sporty deflection, after we should have been 2-0 up from an absolutely blatant penalty. Like... I'm not fine with the results because we should have won, but I'm fine with the performance. I'm even fine with Dyche's selection and tactics and subs, to be honest. Because, like I say, it wasn't backs against the wall. It wasn't last this defending. They started to look a bit tired, yeah, but we should have seen that out to 2-0 and that should have been it. And we should all be having a big party now. That's, that's where I disagree, though. <laughs> just because I just think... We did. The game plan was sound. It was it was keeping them at arm's length for the for the majority of the game. As I said, I do think when they scored, they'd run out of ideas. They were they were looking a bit leggy. The game wasn't getting a stretch as much as they'd liked it to. Um, but when you've got Ashley Young still on the pitch in the eighty odd eighty odd minutes, Jack Harrison had a stinker as well today. That right hand side was dreadful today. Um, when you still got him on the pitch against Matoma, you know all it takes is one little run past him like that, which he did, and he gets the lucky deflection and. You know, we won all. He did that a couple of times, yeah, Wes. Yeah. And, and I think that's on the manager, and that's where I've got an issue with the substitutions because he should see that and he should think, you know what? Ashley Young's given us an hour here. He's done all right. Let's change it. Put some fresh legs on. Give him a or something else to think about because it was inevitably going to happen. He's, you know, he's not. He's not going to be able to see out 90 minutes very often. And as you say, that Matoma's a cracking player. He's a really good player, fast and tricky, and an absolute nightmare for fullbacks. So to be going into the last 10 minutes like that, I just think, I'm not going to say it's naive because Dice is not a naive manager, but it, it was unfathomable for me. I, I think it's really poor. Like, yeah. I, it, I think, you know, in, in the main, I think there's more good things about today than, than bad things. But, like, Ashley Young, I think. I think he's been largely terrible since he came in, but I actually think his first hour today is the best hour he's had playing for us. I think yeah. he wasn't always on top in that battle, and Matuma got past him a few times, don't get me wrong, but he gets past every fullback in the league because he's really good. Yeah, but let's not forget for that first hour, most of the time he was one-on-one with James Milner. And as I said in one of our chats, it's an absolute disgrace to this league that that's still a duel in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disgrace. Well, like, I think they, they targeted that, right? I think... You know, with that right-hand side in the first half for us and left-hand side for them, like, it's quite... It's on, like, my side. And, like, every time there's a break in play, you could see, like, Harrison and Young and um, James Garner, who I think was playing on the right side of the central two, 
were always having a chat about who picks up who because they were basically just sending three or four players over there every time right and, and they were all just going in a circle where it was like Milner was out wide sometimes Gross came over there sometimes Matoma was there and you know, sometimes when even Tarkovsky got dragged right out into the right back position wasn't there because they were so fluid and I think it took them a while to figure it out but I think around about like 45 to, to 60 I actually think he does really well he wins the ball off him a few times but that's only going to happen to a point, isn't it? And let's not forget, he played 90 minutes on Wednesday as well. Um, Patterson was on the bench for, for that game, wasn't he, until late on. And I just I just don't... It was just such an obvious sub. Like, you know, and you, you speak so much less about, like, the easy sub in games now. It's, like, a bad thing for managers yeah. to do sometimes. Sometimes, just do it. Like, you know, if you're getting rinsed down the, the, left hand, the opposition's left-hand side and you've got a 38-year-old right-back on the pitch and a winger who's offering nothing... Bring another right back on to play in front of him, or bring push young forward, and, you know, or even like I was saying to you before, I wouldn't have been totally against them bringing Keane on for the last ten minutes there and going to a back five, like and just like put saying to saying to Young in the last few minutes, like every time, every time. Um, yeah, the Moise up. Every, every time a tournament gets the ball, because we've got that extra centre-back, just get, get out to him straight away. If you've got to kick him up in the air, kick him up in the air, and we'll deal with the cross-in because we've got another centre-back on the pitch. Like, they, they were all options to him, and I think just to leave it was... It just leaves a bit of a, a really bad taste for me after what was... A, you know, everyone, everyone ran the bollocks off today, and, and, you know, it wasn't pretty, as Matt said, but there was so much endeavour and heart, and they left everything out there, and it's just, you know... <laughs> just really disappointed I think that he just left it as it was because I think we could all sort of see it coming a mile off not necessarily in the way the goal came about but it felt like they were going to score if they were going to score it was going to come from that, that left hand side this episode is brought to you by Allstate Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's like subs don't need to be reactive. As a manager, you need to sort of look ahead and see, right, how this going to pan out for the next, for, well, for the last 20 minutes. And anyone could see that they were going to get some joy down that side eventually. Because he said, I thought, yeah, Young was all right for the first first hour, maybe. But he's not going to do any more than that. Because he's naturally going to get knackered. It's He's 38. It's like, you know, even if he's having a great game, there's no shame in saying, right, you've done well there. Come off now. Well, 
but they did. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, with Milner yeah. and Lalana. Yeah, exactly. Milner got two an hour today and he was off. Lalana, he, he, he was absolutely terrible. He just yeah. wins the whole game. He got dropped off at all time. The veteran players, you know, they, they can serve a purpose in the squad, but don't play them for 90 minutes twice in the space of four days. Against, and that second one being against one of the best wingers in the league. And just one more thing. I think the sub that really, really blew my mind though was Calvert-Lewin coming off oh when we had a corner. God. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, why? I mean, in that instance, why not like take Jack Harrison off and put better on as well? But to say Calvert Lewin off, who I thought had a great game again yeah, today, yeah. he was his touch is magnificent. Now he's he's back to like where he was a couple of years ago. He was unreal. He gave them a torrid time. He lashed Dunk into the dugout, which was lovely with it, like a little shove. He was fully on it. So to bring him off, like what could have been one of the last corners of the game, was just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, just just going back to the the, the Ashley Cone, uh, Ashley, Ashley nearly said the bad word about him there. Ashley, Ashley Young, Ashley Young. I know he likes to listen to it, but if if you took him off, I I think it's getting pretty obvious now that Dice has a serious problem with Patterson. I know there were rumours about him not not really liking him and not taking to him, and him still being a young, you know, unexper- inexperienced right back. I've not seen an issue with him yet. Last season when we first got him, I'm thinking he's a kid. Scottish kid, he's only he's in he trying to find his way. He's come from up there, which obviously he's come here for a step up. The fact that he's not put him on or even started him. I mean, he didn't start him against Burnley, did he? He did well last week, high four against West Ham. Like, yeah. He started off quite poorly, but exactly. he grew into the game. Yeah, and I think that about. I don't see how he's sitting there on, what, a Thursday night, Friday night, when he's deciding his first 11 and thinking, do you know what? I prefer that 38 year old lad above the 20-odd-year-old kid that we've got who's got a real, real talent and has very, very rarely shown us up badly. If you were to weigh the two up, which which one's the obvious one you go for? It's certainly not Ashley Young and it's certainly not against the team that have got a load of pace on the, on the left and right if you needed them. I, I, I sort of understand why you played Young today. Like I would have, I, I, just I, I, experience. I would have passion, but I sort of get it. But you, you've, got to, you've got to appreciate that he's played twice in four days He's 38, and you know, I think I think all of us today, like you know, speak to something we were saying yesterday, Les, that we did our predictions. Like I think we'll be in the game really for an hour, and then we might fade a bit because we've had the game in midweek. Yeah. They've got lots of options in the squad, and they had the rest as well. And it, it always felt like we were going to be hanging on in that phase of the game. So have a plan for that. Like it, 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 it feels like really obvious, and you know, again, I feel like I'm being very negative here after. You know, we, we, we yeah, we did well, but it, I just think it was such an obvious, yeah. an obvious change. Like, you, I mean, you could, could have brought Patterson on and said, play on the right hand side in front of Young. You could have brought Patterson on and said, Young go forward. As much as the bench, you might look at it and go, who does he really trust there? I think, I think there was stuff he could have done. I mean, not all like radical, mad stuff either that, that he would never do. Really, that, you know, Dice likes making defensive changes. That's a defensive change, and we were defending. Yeah. I was just really, really disappointed that he, that he left it as it was. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's an age-old thing that I've always referred to this. If that finishes 1-1 and we were the team to score second, we'd all be sitting here thinking, really good result, that really positive point there, X amount of points above the relegations. And the fact that goes around the other way, that, that puts him smack in the middle of the blame here. And, and it is dice, isn't it? And He's done great recently. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't blame mate. Look at our recent results. What's that? Five and seven. That's four, four points from West Ham away and Brighton at home. Is is, is yeah. fine. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, like, oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, but again, like I'm saying, if it was the other way around, we'd be much more happier. Yeah. Um, and 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 
you know, we've got five subs to make there, and I know two of them are, two of them are goalkeepers. Like, but you've still got Dan Juma sitting there. If you're if you're looking to put someone on, and we spoke about this the other day, I think about the isolation you get at Calvert Lewin. I think that happens far too often because I think you put it on Twitter about Decore. You can you can you can drive you crazy sometimes. And in that in the example of that game in particular, I thought he was like a headless chicken at times, chasing left, right, and centre. He was running and. Any time we won the ball, he wasn't anywhere near close to, to Calvert-Lewin to create a chance or whatever. But, yeah, I, I think ultimately what you're saying, Matt, is, is to you take a one-order home to Brighton, you, you go back three or four games, you'd absolutely bite people's hands off for a one-order against Brighton. Yeah, um... Sorry, I thought you were going to see me up there. No, like, <laughs> you, 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 say, you said, obviously, before you didn't have an issue with... You were, were, you, were you content at that point in the game when... When it was Harrison and Young, yeah, yeah, really, I was because even though they had a lot of joy down that side, it didn't turn into anything until that deflection. I mean, looking at the stats here on uh, Flash Score, says that they had forty-six dangerous attacks. They had two shots on target in the whole match for that ball possession, eighty yeah. percent. Like I said, I mean, that you, you was all just around the back. Fine, like I said, that wasn't yeah. there today, but you guys there, you sensing that's absolutely fine and everyone's yeah. looking around saying, I don't mind, there's only having 20%. We've, we've had matches against better opposition where it has felt like fucking Gallipoli, like the artillery's just raining <laughs> on us and it wasn't like that at all. I, I felt totally relaxed. But you, so, to ask the question then, to all three of you, are you comfortable if that's us? to the end of the season that we have that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get Europe if you play like that to the end of the season <laughs> I think I think what was what was Burnley's like possession in midfield like 60 odd was it yeah, so, it was, yeah. so it obviously wasn't quite as much but I think what I would say is like you could you could really you could really sense today that they just had more menace about them on the ball and they had more idea of what they were doing and how they were going to score I think I think Burnley when they had loads of the ball in midweek, like it was, we were in our shape and we were comfortable. But I think today it was lads getting dragged everywhere. I, I am, and I imagine later on for those last ten minutes after playing that extra game, like thighs and calves and chest would have been burning. Like it, it felt like one of them. Where as much as we kept them out and we kept them to to very little in terms of chances, like it felt like we were on edge doing it, like like all the time. And that, again, that's why I think going back to the stuff about subs and. They're usually all the one who talks about subs, Dave, and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't really think it'll make a difference, but I think, I think today it will have done. But um, just, just folks, focus on some good performances. Like, you know, Mikalenko, first and foremost, first, first goal at, um, at Goodison Park. I was thinking, I was saying in the ground, oh, first goal for Everton, great. That. I always forget about that amazing wonder goal he scored against Leicester because it was just sort of so out of character for him. But, um, I mean, it was a bit of a dog of a goal, but he... Uh, I think it capped off what has been a really good few weeks for him. Yeah, it has. Yeah, you know, I, I've uh, I've been very critical of him in the past um, to the point where I didn't even think he was actually left-footed at one stage. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's, he's been playing really he's well. He's right today, so he that's did, understandable. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, well, but it yeah. was his right foot, and then two Brighton players left and right foot. Yeah, I think it took two deflections on the way in. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? You know, this is a frustrating thing with some players. Is with a lot of players actually the ball drops them and they'll take a touch <coughs> and like try and tear up perfectly I'm saying to my kids all the time just swing your leg at it just have a shot and see what happens and things like that do happen you know their, their goal was like just as scruffy I mean that was definitely a cross wasn't it but it just deflected him but yeah I think Mikhalenko's been sound uh, no no issues with him passing was a little bit off in the second half but 
you know, can't be, can't be critical of him at all. He's, he's, he's doing that. He's doing that. Earl Barrett at fullback job for us. That's exactly. Put that on Twitter. Earl Pearls back. No, do you know what? This is a really, really cheesy thing I want to say about him. Is the celebration that we had after he scored? I think everyone apart from Pickford runs over to that lad. You look almost embarrassed, didn't you? Yeah, and he's like put his head down, like. So all right, lads, I'm not that shit, but I've actually scored. The ball. <laughs> but I, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm going to sound really bad now. You've just said that, but I, I think it's good to see things like that, you know. Because and that's not to touch upon where he's from and the difficulties they've had in Ukraine. But you look at everyone there going in and around and made up that he scored. It, it, it's a touch of things that. I don't think we've necessarily have for a long, long time is a United squad. And I think that's what Dice has essentially done. He's put them all together, really, and that, that bodes well, particularly for the home games. Like That game, watching that, the way we played, the banged on a bar possession, we've still only won that one league game this season, at home to Bournemouth, which is quite remarkable when you see a performance like that, and against Bournemouth, and against Burnley. So I, I, I think everything's there for the kiss of death everything's there for us to start kicking on a bit at home because let's face it we're relying on the points we get away from Goodison at the moment yeah. um, I've got it I mean he's your boy isn't he Michalenko you must have been delighted I'm proud no, do you know what I noticed one one attack we had in the second half because I sit right above the corner flag in that corner and he runs up even McNeil are like doubling up on someone you know a couple of passes now trying to get past and then McNeil's about to look like he's crossing, so obviously we head turns. By the time I turn back, he's gone. He's, he's back in his position. He's just like, right, okay, he doesn't hang about. Last season, he might have hung about maybe on the halfway line. We lose the ball, they just chip it over him, and then they're away. And he was right back there on his winger. He's come along so much this season. It, it, it's it's got to be dice. It's got to be the coaches, like proper defensive coaches, really, really... They're probably having like one-on-one time with them because defensively, I know people say, oh, he needs to do better going forward, but full-backs are full-backs. Yeah. You want them to be stopping crosses and stopping wingers running on. That's it. Like, anything else is a bonus. And the alternative is what we had with Luka Dean, which was cracking delivery on him, bags of assists, but just may as well not be there when there's a fast winger running past them. So I'm absolutely made up for the last, I really am. This episode is brought to you by Tic Tac. Minty, refreshing, classic. And it's not just the Tic Tac mints. It's the new track by Kanis with beats that'll leave you feeling as refreshed as a Tic Tac and a vibe that'll take you on a ride through 100 layers of flavor. Does it get any fresher than this? Tic Tac, enjoy the bright side. That 100 layer joyride. Pop one, let's paint the town. Freshman flavors all around. Take a ride on a Tic Tac. Pick up a pack of Tic Tac mints today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
Yeah, I, I think I, I always think that about fullbacks as well. I'd, I'd sooner have a defensive one than an attacking one because first and foremost they are defenders. And if you look at a player like Mikalenko, he's never going to be a good attacking fullback. So don't try and make him into one. Yeah, unless he's you know, goals. Well, yeah, unless he's got sweet volleys or uh, scuffed in deflections. But yeah, I, you know, I, the one thing I would like to see a bit more from him is overlapping maybe because he's, he still hangs back when there's a wide open space to run into that'll probably come with his game but I think for now keep it simple with him say right your, your job's to defend just defend and he, he's doing it well I, yeah I think there were a few good performances there today I said Calvert-Lewin thought it was outstanding thought Tarkovsky was good as well look at him yeah. he ran his bollocks off yeah he, he, he did he's looking like he's back up to full fitness now so th- there is a lot to be positive about there as I said I don't, I don't feel too deflated after it it's just as Dave said before when you concede the, the last goal in a one-all draw it's inevitably going to be it's going to do your head in but you know there's nothing to be nothing to feel too down about about that it's, you know West Ham three points Brighton at home one point it's a good return in two games yeah. I'm trying to think has a player ever scored two as contrasting goals in the first two goals for Everton as Mikalenko like they could not be more different could they like a, a dreamy left-footed volley and a scuffed deflected <laughs> twice right-footed shot after your first one's rebounded uh, from six yards out uh, marvellous uh, just quickly uh, Brantley got booked today does that mean he misses next no, week he's got one more to come I think I think he's at four yeah that was never I don't even think that was a foul let alone a booking Palace away would you, would you rather than take the band here than if he gets a yellow there and he misses United at all <laughs> at least trouble for Palace no, no, I, at this point we're going to they're going to have to pick a game for him to burn it, aren't they? I Just think that might be his fifth. Although, I mean, I don't, if someone sure can have a look sure. now, sure. I mean, this, this is the perils of instant reaction, isn't it? Like, Fulham and Ormond. Just, just while we're filling well time for that, how many penalties should we have had today? I count at least three, I'm going to say. McNeil first half, Calvert-Lewin second half, two, defo for me. What McNeil first half, like? It looked like a blatant foul, but I thought it was outside the box. All oh, right. But well, I, I, well, I buy him at the total yeah, other end to it. I mean, Dave's watched it on the tally, so... Well, I was going to say, the, the, the killer for me, which everyone's going to finish this uh, quite depressed, is that, that goal that Dunn scored should have been a goal. I don't think he's anywhere near offside. I think we got away with it there. Really? And that volley, as sweet as it gets as well, is you're, you're right next to it there. So, you know... Didn't they get Liverpool with that exact routine as well? Same player. Well, for some reason, like... Before the the, uh... I thought it was a shit cross. Sorry, I thought it was a shit cross first of all, and then when he does that, I'm, and you said that, then I'm thinking, today like deliberately throw it in on the half volley so they just not. But it was, it was a bit like the Luton goal we conceded, where yeah, like he was like the, the most obvious threat they had in the box. Yeah. Like James Garner was marking him, yeah. and, like Calvert Lewin was like out at the back, like picking up Matuidi, um, and it's like. Just swap over, lads. You know, I know you might have drilled this in a particular way, but it's very, you know, the big lad goes to the big lad, the little lad goes to the little lad. And I think Dunk in the second half as well at the park, and like he was at the back post again, and Idrissi Gay was marking him. It's like, come on, you know, just, just, just learn, just, just learn your lesson. But is that four bookings for Brown Wade? Did you say, Mark? Yeah, he's on four. And like I said, the one today wasn't even a booking, and it was, it just summed up the referee. He was out of his depth. They had about at least two, maybe three fouls on the edge of our box. That were nowhere near fouls, nowhere near at all. He's just been sucked in by absolute playground tactics there. And he was just, he was absolutely abysmal. How he doesn't give that suplex on Calvert-Lewin, which should have been 2-0 game over, that's it. It was it was almost as bad as the Lescott one in the in the Clattenburg derby. And then there was two with Tarkovsky where, again, he's just grabbing and throwing him to the ground, yeah. right in front of him. It's like he's daring the referee to give the penalties and he's just not having any of it. He was absolutely woeful. And I hope he gets a puncture on every single one of his tyres. <laughs> yeah. Separately. Well, he, he lives in, near Brighton, doesn't on he? His, so. On his long drive home 
to West Sussex. Hang on, are we getting the point, to the point that we were actually finding out where these, these referees live? Disco Dave just mentioned it. They always say referee such and yeah. such from the general area where they live. Disco Dave just mentioned it. And it's like Anthony Taylor. I can't understand why he does Manchester games. He might be yeah. an Altrigan fan or whatever the hell. It's amazing how all these Premier League referees tend to support non-new teams, isn't it? It doesn't matter who he supports. He's got to go and do his big shop the next day. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So obviously it's going to be in the back of the mind. Like I can't give big decisions against these because I live there. What Matt's talking about there? It was like Brock Lesnar against um, Calvert Lewin. Hundred percent penalty. Oh, mate, yeah, it is. You need to watch Matt of the Day tonight. And if you're still saying it's not, um, I don't think you're yeah. Evertonian to be honest, or a Brighton fan. Um, I just want to finish off by saying we did actually really win because they sung it's one nil to the referee and then did it your shit ah in the space of two minutes so uh, congratulations on the, the three points to Everton they won't have, they won't have the, like I said last week with Az they won't have the best the best player at the end of the season in Matoma same thing I said about Brantwaite last week <laughs> we won't have Michalenko next season this week. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's a dreamy player isn't he Michalenko yeah. no um, Matoma. Matoma yeah he looks top class Every time he got the, you know, banged on about your, uh, Ashley Young, he, he's gonna do stuff like that to any player in the Premier League. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Um, watch the late game. Oh, one thing we did. Oh, add, sorry, we're talking about Brantwaite and the yellow cards where he has to take his booking. I think we all have to vote for what team he has to do it against. Yeah. You're happy for him to miss. I'm going along. Might be convert, uh, really dodgy to people. This Fulham in the Carabao Cup I'd be happy if you missed that no not having that <laughs> uh, just, just, take, just, take this, just take it as it comes just take it no, as it comes you've got to name a team you know, I don't even Palace. know what our next game is after Palace United we've got City and Chelsea you don't know Forest away Forest missed that oh I don't know so you think, think, yeah, think, uh, Forest away maybe get away with Forest yeah, yeah. yeah. or maybe just, maybe just don't get booked <laughs> 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 Yeah. Some players like Fellaini back in the day where the referees are just like, yeah, he's a dirty player. It's like one foul, yeah, probably more than that. We'll have Keane back anyway, that's the positive, isn't it? Fellaini's a free agent, he's just uh, finished his contract at his Chinese club, apparently, where he's an absolute legend. Get him back. He had like a big Tifo off him, didn't he? Yeah. Like, I mean, he wasn't very good, but. <laughs> yeah, get him back. Get him on those sweet, sweet Dwight McNeil deliveries oh, into the box. Oh, yes, yeah. please. Uh, right, we'll wrap it up there anyway. Uh, that has been used to reaction for Everton 1. Brighton 1, uh, good points for the Toffees, uh, albeit a bit frustrating. Uh, we'll be back in the week to go through it all in a bit more detail and preview that game against Crystal Palace, uh, which Bramthwaite may or may not be playing in. We still have to try and find <laughs> out. <laughs> but that's it from us. We'll speak to you soon. Podcast Network.